I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. Welcome to a video edition of Exploring the Prophetic, which is the last episode of season two. Yep. So I'm here with my wife, Cherie. I'm so glad you're here. You did this last you. season. I did. Yeah. If yeah. you're listening to audio, you can actually get onto YouTube and see the video yeah. of this beautiful woman. Oh, wow. Thank you. And this handsome all my time with. man. Ooh, yeah. come on. <laughs> Maybe this isn't an Exploring the Prophetic episode after Maybe all. Maybe it's exploring romance. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> I don't know what day you guys are watching, but it's Wednesday here. <laughs> Wednesday morning after we had daughters who were up all night with different issues we you know, did yeah. we so. did shout out to all the tired parents that are still doing their thing <laughs> exactly yeah. we both got up several times <laughs> yep. it was, yeah that was quite quite a journey yeah partnership love it yep well uh, i'm excited about this because yeah. we're you're interviewing me you're the guest interviewer yes about the season because we've mm -hmm. had such an incredible season we've had so many amazing guests yeah it's been almost um, mind-blowing, yeah. the stories that have come out this season. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to all the episodes, you can yeah. always binge listen to them. That's the beautiful thing about podcasts, is yeah. you can listen to them anywhere. We all have them on YouTube now, too, which is good, yeah. under Charisma Podcast uh, Media Group, which is great. Yeah, totally, yeah. And yeah, I get the privilege of uh, digging into your process, bringing you guys along um, for the journey, and just kind of hearing some of Sean's favorite moments, highlights, what he's learning, and uh, just kind of get a behind-the-scenes uh, peak at uh, season two. So yeah. um, I just want to start by saying um, a big thank you to all of our guests who came, who were just oh, yeah. so, so inspiring. They were just incredible. Season one, season two, it's just, you can't, there's so many hidden gems, people yeah. that they're, the stories are so inspirational and, um, and just motivating and deep. And so we yeah, just want to thank all the guests. I agree. 100%. Yeah. All of you guys they shared from their guts vulnerability yeah. it was yeah. amazing they really did it wasn't the normal interview it was like yeah. a lot of them they've never had this kind of interview before right totally so it's really exciting yeah and i know i said in um in our interview our season finale of season one i think i said this but i'll say it again is that um this podcast has truly taken us by surprise oh for sure with how much interest we've received it's just yeah. um you know we had a, a thought that maybe hearing the voice of god and the prophetic was more of a niche topic a niche audience and the um you know the response has just been so overwhelming which yeah. is like just so hopeful it's so encouraging and i always say to people that to me prophetic people are some of the most generous mm -hmm. and interesting and um truly selfless people that i know because um number one if you're interested in the prophetic and in the voice of god you have such a deep craving for intimacy with him and connection with yeah. god and then the second thing that I see in people who are interested in the prophetic is that they're true servants. They're yeah. so generous with their time, how they carry people, whether it's they have a dream and they really go to God and say, what's the interpretation? Like, what's the revelation here? And then they walk it out. They call the person, yeah. they email the person. They do incredible stuff. Yeah. I mean, they've made incredible choices based on what yeah. they've heard, which is, totally. I agree. So, so such yeah. a sacrificial life when you listen yeah. to God because you're laying down your agenda for someone else's, which is God. Right trusting yeah. in this invisible beautiful god that totally it's a journey and that's yeah. what i love about the show is that yeah. so many of these people like i 
heard so many things that I've never heard before. Yeah. And I was impacted. It was interesting because Harper Collins came to us um, maybe halfway through the season and said, hey, we found out there are no more Christian publisher in the world. So they have Zonder Fan and they have yeah. um, Thomas Nelson. Now they have Emanate, which is their new charismatic branch. Yep. And they said, we have been studying about what Christians want the most. And one of the mm. number one subjects is hearing the voice of God. Yeah. And we were wondering if you would work on a project with us. Right. And we're like, wait, you've been studying what, what Christians want? Yes. And they want to hear yeah. God's voice. They said, yes, mainstream Christianity and the charismatic audience both want to hear about hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. And I, and so, you know, we know who you are and we want to, we want to go mm-hmm. on this journey with you. Mm-hmm. And so we have that book coming out uh, in September through the eyes of love. But it's really interesting because like they mm-hmm. went to Walmart right away and said, Hey, we have this guy who talks about hearing God's voice. This is the book mm-hmm. he's going to do. Do you want it? And they like massively wanted it, not just wanted it, but they're like, yes, oh, they're already gosh. making orders. The book wasn't done. And we're, yeah. we're on this and going, What's going on? Like, how right. did this become this popular or this well-known of a subject? Yeah. But if people are hungry, right? They people really are, are realizing what when you commune with God, when you communicate with God, mm-hmm. you get to different alternatives. Like your life mm-hmm. changes, like mm-hmm. for real. Like we have salvation, which changed our whole life, mm-hmm. and then there's the progressive journey, and the prophetic is the thing that helps us to identify the journey, totally. which has been so awesome. Yeah, yeah. So to all of you who are subscribers and listen, we just want to applaud you and say yes. thank you for being you love and you. loving um, loving God. And, and thanks then, for reviewing. Seriously, uh, the reviews are amazing. Yes. There's like 1,400 reviews. It's more than anyone. I mean, it's crazy. Like yeah. 14, we we yeah. asked for reviews one time, I think, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was like a landslide. From that point on, we just have so many people do it. Yeah. So thank you for being engaged. Yes. Now here's what's cool about our audience. You guys are awesome. When we had Sarah Bowling on the first season, Marilyn Hickey's daughter who yeah. she has saving moses which is a group of uh, them that go over into bangladesh yeah. one of the largest populated cities in the world and they bring teams over and they do night care for prostitutes mm. whose babies would be in the room with them if it wasn't for this group mm, who goes that. in and does like every night they do night care yeah. so she brings a team over every year they care for to, the babies they care for the babies while mom's the, prostitute wow and they said, we'd right. rather create a safe place yes. for, them, for them for them to be violated in these rooms. Mm. And it's the first step. I mean, it's like the first That's step right. Sarah's doing. She's like, yep. we have to do something because yes. there's yep. tens of thousands of prostitutes. Yep. Their kids are being violated. They're going to repeat prostitution. Yes. So we're going to do a first step, which is night care. So she's sharing how God led her on the journey. And you guys, oh my gosh, she mm. had so many people from Exploring the Prophetic Audience go with her on her next trip and are going again this year. I just had some at our prophetic symposium tell me, I heard of you through the, and Sarah through Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. Wow. And I'm going with her now too. Yes. So it's really, I mean, that's one that we have yeah. Robbie Dawkins, like he was sharing mm-hmm. about how he's going to plant a ministry school in Iran online, but wow. also he'll be there. And people just gave financially and we're like, how mm. can we get involved? How can we, how come we want to see that in the Middle East, we want to see God move. Mm-hmm. So there's these like subjects we're bringing up, like Tommy, yeah. when he's running against human trafficking. Yes. You guys didn't hear Tommy's story. You get ready to cry. Get ready. So, get the tissues, guys. Yeah, just go to Costco and <laughs> get, get the tissues. I cried. I literally kept pausing and crying right. or muting myself and crying the whole time. When I you mean, were actually doing when the I was interview, doing the show, you were crying and the muting whole time. yourself. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I was a mess. I didn't do a yeah. very good job, but I did. Yeah, I was did. honest, you know. Yeah. But um, when Tommy did that, and then people from our audience, thank you guys for giving to Tommy's mm-hmm. run against trafficking yeah. and being involved. And I had prophesied, I think someone's going to make a movie out of the story. Mm-hmm. And there's several people who reached out about that to him. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But it's just really yeah. cool that there's people in the industry who were like, yeah. I see this. Like, yeah. I, this, this really could. So it's yeah. been really neat to see how there's a family of people who are listening. Right. And you guys are going on trips and you're yeah. financing yes. things and you're creating yeah. conversations and you're yeah. contacting these 
friends of ours that we brought onto the show. Some are ministries, some aren't. Mm -hmm. And we're having this incredible conversation that's become a global thing now. Right. What I so love about God is that he sometimes he just gives you the first step, just the idea, and you don't even see the full picture of what it's going to turn into. No. And so what you're saying is we were like, hey, let's just let's tell some stories here, you know, yeah. with season one. And then what it's organically with the Lord turned into is so much bigger than we had even hoped for yeah. or imagined truly. Ephesians 3.20, let's go. Um, Which and, has been a theme this season. Yeah. Okay. So it's just neat that what you're saying is that there's this, this synergy building very organically where people are hearing these stories, connecting to things that are true to their heart. Like yeah. I want to go, I want to go with Sarah and I want to do this. I want to connect with Tommy. I, and that's beautiful. We feel so privileged and so honored that that was never our intention or our, uh, our expectation, but the Lord has just organically done something yeah. so much bigger through this podcast. So thank you guys. Yeah, thank and you. thank you, God. We it's just appreciate amazing. All of the feedback and the following. Yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. We've got some really good constructive criticism and critique, yeah. which has been good. And then we've yeah. had some really good just encouragement. Right. And it has helped shape the show. You guys have helped shape yeah. the show. And we're at over 2 million downloads now, which for a show like ours, mm -hmm. that puts us in the top 14 to 1500 mm -hmm. of all podcasts worldwide mm -hmm. yeah. at any given time, not yeah. just Christian. Yeah. And a lot of times we, for certain episodes, we get in the top thousand mm -hmm. of all episodes. Now, if you picture that word, that means we're in the top 10 to 50 of Christianity every week, mm. which is wild. Mm. For one, once a week that. show, yeah. it's like you guys are hungry, which is, and yeah. it just shows how the conversation in Christianity is changing. But I went on this journey this year of being really curious and wanting to grow mm -hmm. and learn because mm -hmm. I felt like I didn't want to just be, you know, the person who prophesies to people. Right. Because the prophetic is not just for transactional prophecy. It was like yeah. I wanted to hear people who are in business and, mm -hmm. and entertainment and, Politics, and you know, even the one we're releasing um, that's uh, just right now before it's still part of season two, one of the senators in Minnesota who's a Republican senator and shares very a very beautiful story about how God led him to bring unity be between Democrats and Republicans in the state wow. in Minnesota. And it was just an awesome story because that's mm -hmm. what we don't hear, but we need spiritual fathers and mothers who actually understand, at least in America, I know it's different in every country, yeah. that understand unity and mm -hmm. understand we have to bring these people together right. and we can't be so divisive or so polarized. And so it was really cool to hear how God had led him to be in his position mm -hmm. and his wife was really a part of it. So we did that mm -hmm. live in front of our audience in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those formational talks where because of some of the conversations I'm having politically right now right. for America and for other countries, it helped me to go, we have to love the entire nation. Everyone got put in it, even parties mm -hmm. we don't agree with. Mm -hmm. We have to have conversations that are meaningful with those parties. I love that. And we have to actually have a connection in our heart to them where they can feel it. Mm -hmm. And he has that, like he's truly fathering through politics. So yeah. we, we went through so many different types of stories, like, you know, mm -hmm. Tommy's run against trafficking where mm -hmm. Tommy shares with this little girl who was trafficked that they were rescuing, that they weren't mm -hmm. even sure if it was real until they got some people on the ground who went and helped and yeah. they were going to adopt her and then she ends up dying. And it was mm -hmm. one of those stories where her story still has so much relevance to it, yeah. but it, it tears her heart up. But it just shows you like this little girl wouldn't have had the rescue and she would have died faster and mm -hmm. she wouldn't have had anyone who loved her right. if it wasn't for God injecting himself through Tommy's music with Sleeping Giants, which is a hardcore music group. You know, and that's yeah. how she started following him and his wife. Yeah. And then Chrissy jumped on board and I want to have Chrissy on because, mm. oh my gosh, Chrissy's side of the story is amazing. So, mm. but just to hear their story, like, I feel like, 
you know, you hear, I love Seven Heart Club because you hear all the salvation stories. Yeah. And that, you know, I'm second in these kinds of, but you need mm-hmm. to go past that once you're a Christian. You need to hear like, mm-hmm. what is like walking with God now? You have maturity. You're a musician. Mm-hmm. You're already mm-hmm. the most famous hardcore musician mm-hmm. for Christian industry. Mm-hmm. And these are the types of people you're interacting with. And this is how God's showing up to yeah. rescue people out of trafficking. Yes. And you're still on the mission, even though she's passed away. What about all the other ones? Right. I mean, it was wild. Like, yeah. I just thought, I mean, I feel I, I would do some of the episodes and I would come in and tell you like the whole story. Yes, <laughs> totally. You would. And then this happened and then yeah. they said this and the, cause I'm, I'm having those aha moments. It was like, and I know people are because if I'm having them, mm-hmm. I know people are as well. Mm-hmm. Totally. One thing that I, I really love about, um, the podcast is that, um, we're able to talk to some people who are doing really outside of the box things mm-hmm. that, um, sometimes I think, um, it's easy to look in one lane of of the Lord. It's like, it's just, it's this lane. It's in the church, it's in salvation and all of that. But there's so much opportunity in your own specific, like Tommy, you go hardcore music. If you actually hear it, some people might go, how is this, how is this God? I I don't necessarily feel God in this expression, but there are, I mean, huge groups of people, even corn. Like, yeah, we that, had Brian Welch on the show this season. It was amazing. Right. I'm pulling up the podcast guest list because it's so unique. Right. You know, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, uh, that people just walking out their their expression and their of their identity in God and letting it shine in that realm, even if it's not something that I might relate to or you might relate to or Sean might relate to. There is someone there that. God is going to relate to them right where they're at. And so it just, it takes off the, the limitations. It takes off the religious mindset or religious spirit kind of box and just allows the spirit of freedom and liberty to people to like express and then to tell the stories behind the scenes of that and to see how it transformed. Like this little girl found Tommy over in Europe watching his videos and then he was able to actually show her the true father's love before she passed away. It's like, isn't that just like God to just go, I love what's in you, Tommy. I love that. And I'm going to link it. I'm going to, and so it's just neat to see these sort of some of these outside of the box stories and just see God in that. I love that. I think all the stories like people did Mm -hmm. things that they wouldn't have done. Right. Every single one of them was like, they, they chose something they wouldn't have chosen or some of them wasn't even their capacity, but I'm looking at this, like the list, like we have Senator Paul Gazelka from the one I mentioned before the Senator Mm -hmm. in Minnesota. We have Marvin and Sally Adams who lead a ministry, but adopted both domestically, some Mm -hmm. really special needs kids. And then Mm -hmm. also foreignly, uh, some foreign kids. And so they adopted four children. We have Joseph Harris, who's a celebrity chef. on the Food Network, which is amazing. And just his story of even getting on there was crazy. Todd White, who we all know and love, and he shared a lot of his testimony again Mm -hmm. in a really specific way. Mm -hmm. Pedro Adeo, and Pedro has 100X and um, and he it's a, he's a businessman who's launching entrepreneurs, which is just Love crazy. That. Matt Brown, who's like kind of the next Billy Graham, but over social media, so he has like mm-hmm. four or five million people who follow him, mm-hmm. and he's leading like tens of thousands of people to the Lord every year wow. through social media. But it's like yeah. a, you know Gracie Wright, the children's author, right? I mean, she was amazing brain injury, and she wrote Silly Eric, who got mentioned by the royal family and got an award from the royal family wow. for writing this incredible book. Right. Um, Harmony Grillo, who we love, Harmony Dust, who was a stripper in the sex industry and mm-hmm. now has treasures who reaches out to 
strippers and sex workers. Right. Yeah. And Treasures is now national, which is amazing. And mm-hmm. Brian and Katie Turwalt, who won a Grammy this year mm-hmm. for a songwriting for one of their songs, yeah. and they they're with Jesus Culture musicians. You know, Teresa Dedman. I could just keep going on. Stephanie Gresinger, right. uh, you know, Marshall Allman, who's a well-known actor. Cheon about his new Apostolic Reformation. He's believing in Nathan yeah. Edwardson. That was a good show. Nathan was good because he's a pastor in Bethel and Reading, um, Reading City. No, he's not at Bethel, and he shared what it was like pastoring another church in the same city where ten percent of the whole city goes to Bethel. Right. And he's really good friends with them, but right. he felt to start his own church right. and just. For ministry leaders to hear someone like Nathan share, that was so good. And Robbie Dawkins, Cindy McGill, who's going to porn conventions Mm -hmm. and going to like Sundance Film Festival and seeing Burning Man, Man, Dream Interpretation. I mean, you know Cindy really well. Obviously, she's like really close friends to us. And her story, and we actually had to redo hers and it turned out better the second time because the sound quality wasn't good the first time. I was like, this is the timing of God, Cindy. It It was so perfect. Yeah. But I mean, it just, it keeps going on. I'm trying to see if there's, you did a modern prophetic panel mm-hmm. at one of our events. Mm-hmm. And that was, is one of the most listened to of all mine. So people love you. Oh, wow. Oh, so you. you did a modern prophetic panel. It was so good. Thank you. And um, I mean, just Jack Smith, that was interesting. Yeah. Because he's yeah. a, he's a mortgage lender and mm-hmm. he talked about his journey as in finance. Mm. And he's been contacted by so many groups now that he's helped them to get mortgages, both for housing and then also for commercial. I love that. And so he, it was shocking because he did it live in front of a group in Colorado mm-hmm. and out of that came like his next years worth of work. I love and he that. wasn't expecting that right. at all. Right. Like he was just sharing a story yep. and it was like divine. I was like, you don't have to contact everybody who's contacting you. You don't have to like talk to all of them. He's like, no, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. These are amazing people who've listened yep. to this and are a part of this, right. you know, and I don't want to go through all these cause it'll take too long, but it was just Steve Green who's at Charisma, yeah. who's, um, who helped me get the show right. on, on Charisma Network. Yeah. Yes. And Steve was great because he yeah. just he's such a I'm such a fan of his and he's such a fan of mine. So it was just a great interview where he yeah. really shared about his story of getting into media mm-hmm. and marketing. Mm-hmm. He was has a marketing background, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Lisa Bevere, one of my favorite Peter Sargent was one of the best episodes we did this season because mm-hmm. she shared as an actress her God story yes. of identity yep. and how she played a role that she regretted. And then God healed her from the mm. shame of that role mm-hmm. and gave her an identity for the future. And it was, mm-hmm. it was the longest podcast thing we did. I think it was almost mm-hmm. an hour long, but mm-hmm. we just decided not to cut it because mm. it was so profound. It right, was so it was. good. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the list goes on and on. I mean, I love when John Bevere and Brian Head Welch and William Hacker from WP films. And I mean, just keep Alex and Shana. Yeah. Oh, we love Alex and Shana so yeah. much. Doing lift up, uh, reach up, reach out yep. with in Uganda, and we right. did it right before they left for the trip, which was fun because right. we were able to rally people. Yeah, and you guys rallied, you gave, yeah. and you supported them, which was yep. so Thank amazing. Thank you guys. Yeah. So it's been an amazing season. Yeah. Yep. So it's interesting because I know for you, you're having on um, all of these guests, and you get to lead the interviews and guide the stories and pull out the the gems. And I know that you come away um, really inspired and really challenged sometimes. And one thing that's a really high value for Sean and I is always a forward movement, like Mm -hmm. introspection, revelation with God, and really being on a journey of progress and development and continually um, growing, never ever staying the same each day, learning more about ourselves, people, God, the world. and so what are some of the things that you learned or that challenged you to go, wow, I want to grow in this. Tell us yeah, about I, what was inspired inside of you. I think there are so many people who had stories that I could see in myself um, kind of remnants of, mm. like where there was like times I've obeyed God to do something that was mm-hmm. outside of my box. There was times that I love people who I wouldn't normally even see. 
but there's people who've taken it so far into developing organization around it or developing yeah. lifelong mission around it. And I feel like for me, I'm a mm -hmm. life experience junkie, so mm -hmm. I've done a lot of things, mm -hmm. done a few things really well, and then a lot of things. Like whenever we do those like games where it's like, who has the most life experience in all of our friendship circles? Like they'll be like, where have you been? And I can't okay. stop listing, but like I'm boring to talk to in that context because mm -hmm. it's just too much, you know? Mm -hmm. I've done too many things in my short life. And so it really like listening to them, I feel like I start to get really focused. Mm, and wow. I start to feel the focus of heaven over certain issues and mm -hmm. how they grabbed hold of that and actually um, heard God in a really clear way. Mm -hmm. And um, even when they didn't feel they did mm -hmm. and they jumped out. And so I feel like I, again, I mean, I have some of that in me, obviously. I mm -hmm. wouldn't be this far if I didn't. Yeah. But I was so inspired. I feel like mm -hmm. it took my faith to like a 2.0 level. I, t I all of a sudden went into a, there's all these people in all these different genres. As a matter of fact, the entertainment people, I was mm -hmm. so inspired by that we're starting exploring the industry show. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a video-based show. That's, mm -hmm. This is our set for it, actually, mm -hmm. that we're doing soon. Yeah. And I, because so many new things were happening in the entertainment industry, it gave me courage. You know, I remember when you had asked me, like, and we talked about this in the last time we talked in the last season ending, um, I said I didn't want to be a poster boy for the prophetic. Because in my right. mind, it was like platform ministry, right. prophesying to people behind the scenes, and that was mm -hmm. the prophetic. And I knew that that wasn't all the prophetic was, but that's the highlighted part that people see. Right. But doing the show has caused me to be, and I feel like I have a gift of interview for it, like yeah, where people are sharing how God shows up in all these extreme ways. Like it's kind of like if you say, I'm going to be a musician, your parents just picture a rock band. Right. But you can be a musician on a cruise ship, in a, in a restaurant, mm -hmm. in an orchestra, and there's like a 300 ways to be a musician, mm -hmm. but people only see it as one thing. Right. And so when a kid grows up and says, I'm going to be a musician, their parents might even say no, no, and try and beat it down because they don't realize how beautiful it could be. Mm. They only see one thing. Wow. And I feel like that's how even my perception of the prophetic, like I was just seeing it kind of one dimensionally. Mm. And the show, this because we called it, let's stay curious, let's be curious. Mm. We turned it into something that was so profound where it was like, mm -hmm. you're hearing how, he, you're hearing people's stories about how hearing God has invited them into a life journey, right. like adoption, yeah. or like business, or yeah. like, you know, I mean, Pedro was a great example of someone who was going after business, and he has this incredible retirement company. He tried to write this book that was inspirational, motivational, mm -hmm. but it was really just a general Christian self-help book, and it mm -hmm. didn't do well. It was a good book. Mm -hmm. didn't do well. But the thing he was doing was retirement planning with people was doing really well, and it's like, oh, God, I know I meant for more than just retirement planning. I know mm -hmm. I've been, been called to be a voice. And God gives them one key revelation of how to start an entrepreneur, like incubator, think tank thing, and it changes their world. Wow. I mean, just changes, blows up their world. Wow. And I loved it, because that's the thing that Revelation does, is that mm. it advances God's cause in our life, mm -hmm. but through his relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not transactional where we just get to do something. It's right. like we get to know him, yeah. and we get to see him. And so many of these people's stories, like you get to the heart and you mm -hmm. felt what they felt. You mm -hmm. saw what they saw. Mm -hmm. And it just, it forms you. I mean, it's like their yeah. story turns into a thousand sermons. You know, you totally. just feel like you've been, you've been formed by their God's perspective over their life. Yeah. What's really interesting in hearing you say that is that in the season finale last year, you and I ended up talking about identity yeah. and how this show, season one, uh, really impacted your identity yeah. and um, prophetically in that season. Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting is that here we are having this conversation and we talked about some general questions, but this is, this is actually, I'm hearing some of this um, real time too. So 
It's interesting to hear you say that th- that season two, although the story's very different, political, rock band, yeah. I mean, just so many different um, different stories and different scenarios for people's lives actually inspired something um, that became internal for your identity too, to kind of look at yourself in a way that's outside of the box and focused more kind of, God, what is, what's the invitation in this season? And that it's not limited to just the per- poster boy of prophetic and, you know, platform ministry. Yeah. It's like w- that and what else yeah. is there? So that that's just so beautiful. And I love that about this show is that although the stories are so differing and different, um, there is something about hearing stories that truly, if you're on that journey, it, it causes um, um, kind of an introspection inside of yourself mm-hmm. that can inspire something really beautiful, although different from the person who actually told their story. Yeah. So I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's been awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad we did it. Right. And it breaks limitations too. Yeah. It's like, I'm not limited or, or defined in it. It's Lord, what is it? Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's well, really hundred good. conversations in, I'm yeah. like, I'm hooked. I'm hooked yeah. in people getting mm-hmm. a frame. And I like that yeah. we did a theme last season. Yeah. I think it was really important to be curious and to, right. to open people's perspective because a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of people who are listening are first timers to the prophetic. Right. And so instead of just yeah. hearing the gift based prophecy, they're hearing a relationship walked out that changes society, that changes industries, that changes right. families. Yes. And so I'm really glad and I'm really yeah. proud that God asked us to do this and, and just right. have this conversation. Yeah. I'm super excited about season three. Yes. Yeah. So season three, looking forward, what do you, what are you feeling when you prayed about it? Like talk, you know, yeah, prayed with God and what are you sensing? You know, the book that, um, I told Shree, um, there's a series of books I want to write and they're on prophecies, prayers, and declarations. And I have the first one here. Mm-hmm. It's actually mm-hmm. on at the same time as this podcast. Mm-hmm. And there it's that people could have the tool of different themes. They could have prophecy, prayers, and declarations yeah. over those, that whatever that theme is. And this time right. it's breakthrough. Right. Yeah, and I feel like you and I have walked through so much where there's been, there's needed to be a yes. God process or God breakthrough for us to actually walk into what we're going to, oh, yeah. into. Yeah. And I, I love those stories. I feel like those mm-hmm. are the stories that when you're in a season of push or you're mm-hmm. seeing, you're believing for God to do a lot in your life, yes. you need prototype stories. Do. And we've had those. Like it was funny because yes. when we first were going to buy our house, mm-hmm. I remember we had no ability to buy it because it just, mm-hmm. we we're just accumulating and we live in LA. So mm-hmm. it's hard. Yep. I remember, do you remember that Facebook post? You might not remember this. I said, tell me God stories yes. of house miracles that you yes. had. And like, I think 180 people responded in one oh, night yes. and told us the most incredible stories. And I was, it wasn't just like nice Facebook posts to me. It no. was like, they were alive. Oh my gosh. That was a live. It was an faith. impartation. It was. Yeah. And then within a year we had our house. Yes. And I you remember were believing that for that, but I yeah. needed like, I needed stories. I needed yes. people to tell me who weren't just yes. the ministers who have private jets that somebody gave them a house. No, I'm kidding. I love those guys. <laughs> right. Like I needed somebody who was like, yeah. I moved into an impossible situation. Yes. And for me to thrive here, I need yep. the impossible God to come yes, through. Yes, that's right. Because we moved into LA and we're planting a family. And yes. for us to thrive here, right. not just survive, but thrive here, we need the root system that God promised us. Like he promises the house, but we have resources. So we have to believe for breakthrough. That's right. And it was really cool to go on that journey with you. Mm -hmm. And, and I felt like we're supposed to, and I felt this for a while that we're supposed to do season three as breakthrough, like hearing breakdown and breakthrough stories. Cause a lot of times you have to hear the breakdown to hear the breakthrough for people. And because of the breakthrough comes in the midst of the midnight hour, you know, like God promises you something. And on 
12.01 midnight, you know, yeah. that's when it comes. And yeah. you think, he wouldn't make me wait to the last second, would he? <laughs> Those kinds of stories are, yep. like the stories of totally. breakthrough in family or mental mm-hmm. health. or mm-hmm. There's so many incredible stories that I've been able to hear over mm-hmm. the last few years. Totally. Um, I feel like we have stories coming out of the woodworks. But I wanted to yeah. frame the whole season around believing God that mm-hmm. through hearing his voice that we're going to get a different result, mm-hmm. we're going to have different options, mm-hmm. and we're going to have breakthroughs that we couldn't have based on our own skills, talents, or social arena. Absolutely. And so I started to really study the breakthrough, and you know we have this book. And it was funny because when we went to TBN, I, I did a I did an episode on the breakthrough book mm-hmm. for praise with Matt and Lori Crouch, and it was really interesting because they had done a survey and they asked people in the you know the online audience, mm-hmm. what do you need breakthrough from the most or breakthrough in the most? Is it family? Is it health? Is it finances? Is it whatever you know? Mm-hmm. And finance was the number one. Mm. And I realized, like when you read the Barna Group um, report from 2000, I believe it's 2012 or 14, about finances in the American church alone, mm. that we have enough money in the American church alone to solve the Great Commission happening. Meaning, we can preach mm. the good news. We have enough money to send people into every place in just one year. If we would tithe for one year just in America, 10 percent, mm. because wow. only five percent of people tithe. Okay. So basically, the great transfer of wealth has already happened. It's just a matter of God shaping it, mm. bringing strategy to it, right. bringing safety to it, yes. bringing, leading the conversation. Yep. There's already the finances to change the world. Right. Now they put out another statistic last, there two years ago, that mm. if, if just Americans would stop buying high dollar dog food and just buy normal dog food for one year, that we could solve world hunger in one year. Wow. So in other words, there's already all the resources. I just got convicted. I know. Jarvis <laughs> oh, is, like, is gluten-free. He, I mean. He is gluten-free. <laughs> But there's all those on the table. There's the resources on the table. Yeah, yep. So we have all kinds of new science and technology. We have resources, we have finances, mm-hmm. but we yeah. don't have strategy, wisdom, and the breakthrough nature of God leading those things mm-hmm. in certain areas until we show up. Well, and the unity and focus of yes. that vision. I love that. So yeah. I feel like breakthrough is not yeah. just about us getting out of survival mode and breaking out Good. of something. And I think that's important when you hear some of those stories. Because yeah. some people need to know, like I had a breakdown in my marriage and then here's how God brought yeah. a breakthrough. Yeah. He spoke. And I'm, I'm hoping to get some of those really good stories. We're curating mm-hmm. a lot of stories right now yeah. for that conversation, but also the breaking into areas that God has mm-hmm. promised that no one's done before or that's mm-hmm. unlikely for the person mm-hmm. who did it. So I think a lot of you hearing that, like mm-hmm. the stories, you know, I think they're going to yeah. be really important for you. But I, I'll yeah. say this because breakthroughs, the name of God, one of the names of God. Yes. So it's um, it's not just a trendy thing or a, a buzzword. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things we have to get out of. That's one of the things in the, the show I've tried to get out of where it's mm. just prophecy, hallelujah, you know, where it's actually... Let's talk about real words in real ways yeah. and use them in real ways so it's yeah. not just breakthrough, la, 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 you know, like whatever. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of Christians in charismatic circles or Pentecostal circles or even evangelical world, we say things over and over right. without meaning them. Right. Father yeah. God, I pray you would. Father God, do this. Father God, or we say the word hallelujah or amen or whatever. And we don't even know what that means. Right. And so like yeah. coming back into what the word means, that's why we pray, declare, mm. and prophesy. So here, mm-hmm. breakthrough, it means, um, you know, a sudden dramatic or important discovery or development. Mm-hmm. It means an incident of achieving success in a particular sphere or activity, an advancement through enemy lines, a notable, notable before and after moment of resolution or new beginning, and it's one of the names of God. Mm-hmm. So when you have that um, mm-hmm. as a theme, mm-hmm. you know, it's God speaks about this as part of his nature. So it's one of the consistent themes of God. Yeah. It's not a sub theme or something mm-hmm. as far off in second, you know, Samuel five, 
Verse 20, David names God, mm-hmm. Baal Perazim, which means a God who breaks through. And mm-hmm. Micah 2.13, Micah prophesies there's a God whose name is Breaker, and he will break the way mm-hmm. in front of you. Yes. So these are names of God. So it's part of the attributes of how God works even now. Yeah. And so when you understand that, you can apply that nature in different ways. I think it's going to help mm-hmm. the prophetic conversation that we have mm-hmm. through the show mm-hmm. because we're not just going to be trying to highlight a gift or a prophecy yep. or whatever. Yep. We're mm-hmm. highlighting part of who God is and how he speaks to people mm-hmm. and how the world changes and the mm-hmm. world around them changes because of that. Totally. So we're really going to go after this. You know, it's almost my yeah. mission for the season to say, right. what does God as a breakthrough or God as his name breakthrough look like? Right. So I'm going to really go after this. Now, I want to yeah. read. Yes, Out of the do. book, one yeah. prophecy, because this is a prophetic show. Yes. It, because finance was the number one, mm. um, at least on TBN, that people want to break. We should do our own survey online. That'd be fun. That's a good idea. Like, what do you want breakthrough for in the most? I love that. But I want to read uh, the breakthrough prophecy that's in here. Okay. There's declarations and prayers too, but the breakthrough prophecy for finances. Okay. So here's a breakthrough prophecy after some scriptures are given. You will know God as a God who has broken through in your finances and resources. He has given you keys to open doors in your company, industry, and business that only you have access to. God has designed you to carry authority and to see what he is doing and he is promoting and what he wants to release. And it's so key. We need to know that God's given us the authority to see. Some of us, you might be listening going, I... I, I have, you know, a business. I don't know how to market right now. Like mm-hmm. the marketing's changed. It's all online. I don't know how to do that. Right. God sees. He yes. knows how to actually give you tools, even people around you. Yes. He is removing false systems of operation that are man's way. And you are his child who will reveal his ways. Mm-hmm. He will shut doors to your industry or business sphere that are old and rusty, immoral, or letting the unrighteous prosper. You have the keys to pray those door clo- doors closed, not just to open up his doors. Mm-hmm. He will lead you to pray for the shutting up of where the enemy has tried to use prosperity for his own means. His spirit is coming on you and giving you insight, wisdom, and clarity. You will look at closed doors and immovable problems, but because of the keys you hold, picture mm-hmm. keys in your hand right now, you hold keys, mm-hmm. they will open up and move you. People will notice this movement. They will notice your authority. This will draw many to want to be around you, to work with you, to purchase or use your services. You have keys to doors right now. And as you learn your authority and as he places within you your calling, you will open your doors and you will have uh, that you could have never opened without accessing your relationship with him. This will cause people around you to wonder how you got to where you are. They will marvel at how God has done this for you. And they will know that you can have accomplished it without him. Mm. So that's the prophetic word. And then there's a prayer and a a declaration that goes with it. But I think there's this place where we're society is looking at all these major problems and Mm. they know they only have two options on the table. Like right. we can do it this way or this way. Yeah. It's like in America, we have Republican or Democrat. Right. What God does is he provides another option. Mm-hmm. Like we see that the, you know, the woman who's about to be stoned for adultery and they give him two options. He goes, well, how about you without the, you know, st- without sin, cast the first stone. Right. So the prophetic yep. offers an option yep. that breaks through and situations where there's only a couple options on the table yeah. and it provides options that the world's hungry for. They're going, we don't want to do these options either, but this is all we have. Right. And a lot of times we judge the world and go, well, to them it's just abortion or non-abortion. Mm. But what if there's another option? I'm not saying abortion is ever an option, but what if there's mm-hmm. another option on how to frame the conversation right. and speak into it? Because there's sciences that are coming up that are helping to prove yes, things that's right. or show people things yeah. that they never knew before. That's right. That the conversation is not broad enough right now. So all of a sudden the conversation mm-hmm. gets broader. It's not mm-hmm. you're evil for having an abortion and you're evil for not letting me have an abortion. But all of a sudden, there's a broader conversation. And I think about, like, some of the conversations, like, now that we're far enough along from, let's say it's an immoral thing, like like, um, nicotine. Mm -hmm. So nicotine was killing people, but we were putting 
commercials on TV that says how healthy it was. Your and how doctor cool would recommend you smoke two cigarettes exactly. a day. Yeah, I've seen those. I mean, those. And now <laughs> yeah. we're far enough along where we right. have enough education. Yes. Where there's been a breakthrough where now, even though there's over a billion people still addicted to nicotine, it used to be, you know, more. It yeah. used to be as far as yep. how many people in population. And we're starting to see where people know who are addicted, this mm -hmm. is probably not good for me. Right. There's enough sure. education. Yeah. I feel like when you have the voice of God that he mm -hmm. brings a broadening of the conversation mm -hmm. and he makes it easier to choose what's right. Right. Totally. He makes it easier to yeah. see what's right yeah. and he allows those who are seeing what's right to not afflict people with the religious spirit. Mm -hmm. We're not coming to be the Holy Spirit for other people. We're right. coming to actually love them and then the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit can work through us mm -hmm. in their lives. And I feel like breakthrough happens when the world's saying, we need this, and maybe it's a scientific invention, or maybe a cure for cancer, and all of a sudden, mm. a Christian shows up. I'm trying to get this one girl, she's not sure she can do it yet, who actually has, um, uh, she's a medical science researcher in the Cancer Research Institute, mm. and she's had some God ideas that have led to some minor breakthroughs mm. that she's published papers on. Wow. So I'm trying to get her as one of the people on the show, even if she's not on the show, those types of people sure. will be on, yeah. just to show that God hates cancer too. Yes. And the world yeah. needs to know, she had a dream, and God gave yeah. her an invention, or right. like a, a way to, cure one type of cancer yep. um, or at least you know beat it up real bad right and it was recognized worldwide as a breakthrough amazing and so yeah. just finding people who've had real breakthroughs that are yeah. known for breakthroughs yes. and having them tell their god story i yes. think is gonna be huge yeah oh, i love that i'm so so looking forward to that and it um i think one thing that i love most about about this book is that i think all of us in our in our journey um, we're journeying through our own our own issues yeah. situations um, however different they might be we're all we're all journeying and in, into in breakthrough in some areas we're trying to break out of something um, and what I love about this book is it feels to me like a like a resource guide like yeah. A sword. A like, tool. which yeah, sword like... do you need? <laughs> Here's your sword. Well, book. we used it a few no, times. Us. No, yes, you guys, this is legit. Like, we okay, like it may have been like four weeks ago or six weeks ago, and we pray together regularly. But this was like one night. You guys know what I'm talking about. Where I literally we put the kids to bed, and I go we need to get together and we need to really pray. Yeah. Like we need to get, and we, we do it this. It was the warfare chapter. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> warfare. And, and I literally go, let's, we got to pray tonight. Let's get together and pray tonight. And Sean goes, okay. And this is my favorite is I, I get the kids down. Sean was in there and then he left and then I was settling them in, settled in. And I walk in, I was like, let's pray. He goes, great. And he grabs the breakthrough book and I go, I love that we're going to actually read in your book. And it was phenomenal. <laughs> we, didn't have to else. we just read the book. We just read, <laughs> and that's not a plug for the book. It no. was so good. I go, we needed this tool. is amazing. This is an amazing, amazing resource for people because I think sometimes when you're in the midst of a situation, regardless of what it might be, that we're trying to pick out either our own testimony or a testimony of someone else or trying to pull out scriptures from the Bible. Yeah. And this is one combined place where if you have something, you you look it up and then you go, here we go. Here is yeah. a scripture for it. Here's a prayer for it. Here's the heart of God, a prophecy for it to prophesy. Yeah. And it just guides you. And I think sometimes when you're in the midst of something, when you're at war or going to war, whether it's yeah. warfare or it's warfare in, or war into something good, you're fighting into a promised land. 
to actually be able to just have something that you can lean into that's Bible based and you, it's just right there for you. It's so helpful because your adaptive energy from fighting into something or out of something or for something is being used in the fight that you just have something to pick up. People feel guilty for not even praying long prayers. Right. And they don't realize your life is prayer. And it gives perspective, expectation, hope, faith. I just, all of those things I have felt when I've read this and I just, I love this book. I think it's amazing and I think it's really important. So, well, there's a, there's the scriptures that Paul uses over and over and it's actually, and Jesus says it too, stand firm in your faith. Yes. And when you think about what you're standing firm in, you're standing firm in the actual word of God, the Mm -hmm, Bible, mm -hmm. but then you're also standing firm in what God's told you. Mm -hmm. And we don't think of that a lot. Like you Mm -hmm. actually have to, as a Christian, go, what has God told me that I'm supposed to stand firm in? Because that's what secures me to my faith. And so I'm hoping that in the season too, and I know that the book helps as well, but I'm hoping in the season where we give away this podcast, that we're helping people to ask that question as a mature believer, what am I standing firm in? Besides scripture itself, what am I believing God for? And how am I going to stand with God in that until it's broke? There's a breakthrough. Totally. And then how am I going to celebrate that breakthrough so I can get my next breakthrough? Yeah. And that's huge for me. That's like one of the areas that like you and I, like one of the things I love when we needed one of our greatest breakthroughs Mm -hmm. um, financially when we were doing remodeling the house and we're realizing Mm -hmm. this is going to be an expensive flip because we have no ability to go forward. And you and I were like, okay. And I was pretty discouraged. Mm-hmm. And you were actually at a place where you're like, no, we're mm-hmm. going to look at our list because we have a list of things God's already done for us. Mm-hmm. And you had on your phone and you like just start reading through financial breakthroughs we've mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. Just financial blessings and breakthroughs mm-hmm. and opportunities totally. we had because of only God. Yeah. Even translating God was a huge opportunity. We didn't realize how big yeah, it was going to be when we true. released that book. Yeah. And um, you read them and by the fourth or fifth one, and then you had a lot more on your list. I was like, I'm good. Meaning like I could Amen. stand firm in the breakthroughs yeah. he's already brought. Yeah. And I looked at our current circumstances and I, in my heart, I just knew you want this more than I want this, mm-hmm. God. It was your I'm, promise. It's your promise, yeah. your resource. Yeah. I submit it and surrender completely again. Yeah. Even though I've already done that, I'm, I'm going to actively do it again. Yeah. And I'm going to stand firm in the faith that this is yours. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you're going to resource mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. if it fails, mm-hmm. I may have some question marks, but I'm going to trust you anyways. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you either way. Mm-hmm. And we both kind of just went, and then we had a breakthrough the next day. Yeah, it's so true. Um, I stole this from uh, the senior pastor of Expression 58, um, one of them, uh, Jen Toledo. She says, it's, it's a truth bath. And yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that was fun. I said, you know what? It was very insurmountable, insurmountable what we were kind of facing. And yeah, I go, okay, we're going to take a truth bath. Sit down, <laughs> get up my phone real quick. <laughs> and we just started telling the story of God over our life, even in our finances, in some of the most impossible, I mean, truly yeah. impossible um, situations. And so what I love about God is that, right, it says that, that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And so what that's saying yeah. is that do it again, God, what he's done for someone else, which is, we'll hear that in the podcast, people's breakthroughs. You can say, do that for me too. It's, it prophesies the future, his, what he does, because he's not going to change. He's the same, you know, yesterday, today, and forever. And so if you did it before, you're going to do it again. And so I just think people are going to be so inspired and, um, yeah, just filled with hope. And and our theme for our little love coalition that we lead, we have about 60 to 70 ministers that come in once a year and we just host them for two days and just Mm -hmm. give them a retreat Mm -hmm. together. And we pray over each other and worship together and whatever. Mm -hmm. But one of the things we do is the first night we always do, um, stories about breakthrough. That's right. And we say your breakthrough is my breakthrough. breakthrough. So we have whoever has a story, they pray. Mm -hmm. So Teofilo, 
down in Dunamis Ministries in um, Brazil. They're all senior leaders of different ministries. Yeah. And Tiaflo shared about that, the Lipton Tea Factory plantation mm-hmm. that he felt like they were so, supposed to apprehend for. And it was a huge project. It would have been yeah. like 27 million in Brazilian. I mean, like that's, or right. U.S. and Brazil. That's yeah. like, that's astronomical. There's not many properties that are that much, you know, there. And he felt like he was supposed to get it. Well, they ended up getting it for several million dollars only. Right. And even that was a challenge. They didn't even have that, that money, right. Yeah. The youth movement, you know. Mm-hmm. And when he shared that, it was, and they got it. They apprehended it, and now they're developing it. And mm-hmm. Lauren Cunningham's been out there from YWAM and praying over it. Mm-hmm. And when he shared that, it created all of us and all of us who need that resource. Mm-hmm. We all start to have faith. Mm-hmm. That was before our house. Yes. That was before a lot of other yes. people's buildings. Yep. We start, And so we said, anybody who needs a building, let's have Tio pray. His breakthroughs mm-hmm. are a breakthrough. Yep. And so I should have him come on and share that. I, I will. Interview that would be a great for this one. season. Yeah, that would be um, great. But it was, it was so amazing to watch, mm-hmm. w- to watch that principle. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping you, when you're listening to the show mm-hmm. in the next season, yeah. that our breakthroughs that you're hearing are going to become your breakthroughs because that's the goal of the show Mm -hmm. is to impart something to you and to give you incredible stories that cause your faith Mm -hmm. to go yes that's that's my story too and it is and so i'm excited yeah me too yeah it's so true i love that about that's i mean that's really um one of the beautiful things about the family of god is that um i feel like many times um we're able to see and expect a different inheritance because what we see one of God's other kids getting, you go, why am I, I want that too. And he loves that. You know, it's like, he loves that. It's like a holy jealousy, not a bad jealousy, not envy, but like you love me too, God. Totally. You give me a resource. You love me enough to give me one too. Yeah. So I think season three is going to really release expectation um, and an expectation for um, fullness in some areas that we might not be seeing. And I know that's something that I'm, I even go after. Yeah. It's like, Lord, what is, what is the fullness of your inheritance today in this season? Am I missing? Is there anything that's available for me that I'm not inheriting? And yeah. so I love that, that it just inspires and broadens too. So those are going to be some amazing stories, amazing guests in season three. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, thanks for being my co-host today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. I love having you. Oh, thank it's, you. It's one of my favorite times of doing this show is this is thank the second you. time we've done it. We should do it some yeah. more. Well, um, I want to thank all of you guys for watching and being a part of this. And Sheree and I are just like, we're so blessed yeah. by just um, what this turned into and what it's turning into. Yeah. It's still shaping and forming. And please share it with your friends. Tell your friends about it. Create the conversation online with us. Visit, uh, you know, the, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's on Google or Apple or SoundCloud or wherever, you know, mm-hmm. Spotify. And make sure to leave a review because that helps other people to go, wait, this is current. This is fresh. This is relevant. Mm-hmm. And for all of you who've done that already and already shared, thank you so much. Every Everywhere we go now on our tours, and like we have a tour. We're currently in the middle of a tour right now. Everywhere we go on our tours, I ask people, how many of you listen to Exploring the Prophetic? And like over half the room listens to it. Mm. And over 70%, if not more, of the room has never heard me live. So it's really fun to have all this audience together where we're on a journey. Thanks for being on the journey. This is your journey with us. And we love doing Exploring the Prophetic for you. And thanks for helping us. Those of you who partnered financially to help make it happen because this is run by a nonprofit, our ministry. Those of you who partnered to help Mm -hmm. us to get into a uh, studio and be able to do this, Mm -hmm. we just so appreciate you. And just want to give a big shout out to all of our partners, the Bulls Ministries partners who've done such an awesome job of helping to bring this conversation to the table. And it's a very unique conversation that I don't know that there's any other one uh, ministry or person who's having it consistently through a podcast. Mm. So I think that's why it's so popular. So thank you so much. If you have ideas or thoughts, please email them into info at bullsministries.com. 
We'd love to hear from you. And again, thanks for being part of the journey. Yeah, love you guys. Hey, this is Sean Bowles, and I'm going to talk to you real quickly about our Bowles Ministries Partnership Program. This podcast is made by Bowles Ministries, and it's done because of partners and people who are supporting our ministry, who are equipping us to be able to bring this kind of a show to you. If you're loving hearing these interviews where people are sharing vulnerably about their process, which I think is one of the most powerful things we do is hear each other's process about revelation. If you're loving this, please don't only subscribe, don't only review, don't only tell your friends, but partner with us, be part of the journey, be part of the sending power of Bulls Ministries to get this message across the world. You guys can be part of our team. All you have to do is go to bullsministries.com, click on giving or partnership. And when you go there, you're going to be part of an incredible partnership community. We're going to resource you. We actually have a partnership director who calls all of our partners once a year. We have resources that we send you. There's your very own special partner page with messages and videos that only you can have. But we need you to partner with us if you love this show so that we can actually take it into season three and beyond.